0: the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing podcast. Today, we're talking about optimizing human performance and joining me today is Antonio Robostelli. Antonio, thank you for joining me today. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, sharing together with you the webinar series coming up on optimizing human performance, where we'll explore the application of plantar pressure data uh, for athletic assessment. Antonio, can you uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Sure. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me to this uh, podcast interview. So, um, about me, uh, I am a sport. I'm I'm from Italy. Uh, I am a sports performance consultant and sports scientist since working since more than sixteen years uh, all around the world. Uh, and my background came with. Uh, started with studying sports science, uh, applied sports science in, um, in the United Kingdom. Uh, and uh, I started working uh, directly on the field uh, more than uh, 16, 17 years ago. Uh, I've specialized in strength and conditioning as well uh, with uh, several professional qualification from the NSCA, CSES, and in the last years i've been working as a consultant with professional teams in football in basketball uh, and with individual athletes ranging from semi-professional to professional and olympians in the last years i've been focusing and specialized my work with the application of technology in sport for assessment and monitoring of athletes performance for improving the discriminants of performance and trying to prevent and reduce the uh, injury risk the reason why I focused on technology is because uh, I' have noticed um, thanks to my experience working in high performance environments that there is a need to uh, Properly understand how to apply technology because today there is something I call technology overload with a lot of uh, new techs coming uh, every day, and all these tools are generating confusion in, uh, in, in coaches. So, uh, trying to create
0: a framework for application of technology is fundamental today so over the next few months we're going to be collaborating on this series of webinars and building on the application of plantar pressure in sports so what what are the, some of the key motivators that you have uh for applied research in this space
1: in my opinion technology is probably the next uh big it's already a big thing in uh, in professional sports but there is a lot to, to to understand and to expand in the next uh, in the next years, and one of the most important aspects uh, is related to proper understanding of biomechanics. Uh, why biomechanics? Because what I've noticed is that most of the time it is an underrated topic, and also it is not properly taught in uh, in universities. And this is a paradox because. Knowing biomechanics principles and un- really understanding uh, how the body is moving, how and why the body is moving is key to understand uh, human movement.
0: So, g- given that uh, Antonio, so what are some of the key problems that athletes and performance coaches face every day, and and um, you know what kind of insights can can plantar pressure and other technologies provide? to uh, improve those problems that, that athletes still face? Uh,
1: plantar pressure data can provide a lot of uh, insights that are uh, most of the time are new to the eyes of a strength and conditioning coach or a sports science. This is why foot plantar pressure mapping technologies in my opinion is the next big thing. terms of application especially in professional team there are some uh, incorrect assumptions for uh, explaining the key insights there are some myths about foot pressure and some incorrect assumptions and they are mainly two one the first is considering plantar pressure only as an expression of what happens in the foot and this is very Uh, And this is a reductionist approach because understanding pressure data can help you understanding what is happening, not only at the level of the foot, but at the the level of the whole lower kinetic chain. And the second incorrect assumption are that using plantar pressure only to see points of max pressure and or difference in loads between foods. And this is another uh, reductionist approach. The the key insights and the difference and the advantage that plantar pressure data can give us is uh, first of all, the ability to uh, have a segmentation of the food. We We can have an, detailed analysis of the timing of force transfers, we can understand more about the efficiency of foot strike dynamics, et cetera. So plantar pressure can give us more than max pressure points or
0: the difference in load between foods. So Antonio, you know, kind of going back to the problems that athletes face. So, you know, where, where do you think that the best opportunities exist to apply plantar pressure to to solve some of those problems, and and you know let's start with you know what what are some of the problems that a, a athlete might be concerned about, or that a coach is going to gonna, going to be able to try to resolve with these insights from the plantar pressure data. So uh,
1: the best opportunities, um, you know, in sports science, we always try to understand movement and performance by identifying and measuring some variables and key performance indicators. So, with planted pressure measurement, we are finally allowed to see uh, precisely how the interaction between food and ground is negatively or positively affecting movement and performance. So, it is basically the ability to see how The ground reaction forces are really ending up expressing the maximum force expression potential of an athlete. And from there, the experienced coach can easily understand how to address and individualize training regimen and programs to to improve the the outcome that Coming from the date, the pressure, uh, the pressure data. So the process is, uh, let's say, simple because you always need to create a baseline for each athlete and each player, and then looking at variation from that baseline during the season in order to understand when there is a negative or positive impact on the athlete potential. There is always a window for improvement.
0: Okay, so I, I guess, uh, you know, we had talked some time ago about um, the difference between injury prevention and injury reduction. And I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's kind of what you're alluding to here uh, in terms of uh, difference from the baseline. So if that difference from the baseline is negative in some way, uh, this would be an indicator of, of the, the need to take action to reduce the possibility of injury. Is that, is that a fair statement? basically it is a question of uh, deciding at the
1: beginning of the of the season what are the key performance metrics to look at whether it is the the center of pressure path whether it is the the, the timing of the uh, foot progression during Uh, during walking or running and trying to set some milestones during the season. Of course, relating this uh, deviation from the baseline uh, are, mm, let's say, a red flag so that when looking at change, you should uh, be careful and understand uh, what can be the 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 effect of this change, uh, and this has to be related to the previous medical history of an athlete, training programs, uh, and also with the level of fatigue of the athlete. So it all depends on the type of milestones that needs to be uh, set at the beginning of the season.
0: Right. So, you know, well, we'll, of course, as you say, uh, we'd need a lot more time to dig into that. And in the in the coming uh, conversations we have and in our upcoming webinars, we're going to get into that a lot more. But um, of course, our first webinar coming up is uh, focused on the technology and and how it can be used properly. So um, uh, in that webinar, you'll set the stage by reviewing some of the fundamentals of measuring human performance. So, I'm wondering if you could just share with us, you know, where do you think the best opportunities exist to apply plantar pressure uh, in sports science and research? In my
1: opinion, uh, the best opportunities is uh, to apply plantar pressure is because of the unique features of pressure measurement to uh, let to let you understand how The interaction between the foot and ground is affecting movement and performance. Because when you're measuring force, you know how much force are you uh, exerting into the ground. And you can understand how training is affecting your strength and your force and your speed levels. With pressure data, you can see if this potential, this new force potential, is really ending up express expressing the maximum force expression, because, you know, the foot is a very complex structure, and only with the well-functioning foot you can express, the, and properly express, the force generated by the muscle of the lower body. So uh, using plantar pressure measurements is is able to uh, let the scientists and coaches see if the ground reaction forces are really ending up expressing the maximum force expression potential. This is the, the best opportunities to apply uh, plantar pressure in, uh, in, in sports science and research, not only in lab, but in, um,
0: in, in a field, uh, in a field setting as well. Excellent. So, uh, which leads into my next question I had for you. So, um, of, of course, we're talking about measuring this data in the field. So, from your perspective, what are the must-have specifications for a system to measure that plantar pressure and particularly to measure it in the field?
1: Uh, when answering this question, we need to discriminate, differentiate uh, in terms of must-have specification between the two types of existing hardware for pressure measurement. Uh, the insole and in insole systems like the X4 uh, and the mat like the, the walkway-runway mat. We can use both. In a sports, but with different goals. So must have specifications for a pressure mapping system to be used uh, out of the lab are for the insoles. The most important thing is the, the wireless data transmission and the, the sampling frequency and the easy to and the easy to use. Uh, setting. Uh, This is because in a sport performance setting you are always, especially in professional teams and organizations where you have very little time available for testing players most of the time you are under pressure so you need an easy to go uh, and easy to set up system so um, wireless is fundamental. You don't need wire because you need to to let the athlete and players move as naturally as naturally as possible and as close as possible to the specific patterns of its specific sports. So the X4 for X sensor uh, is probably the the most suitable for sports application because of the total absence of wires, and it is probably the less invasive for for the athlete to, to use on the field. And the sampling frequency as well is fundamental to, to capture all the data of an acceleration or deceleration and the, the easy to use setup. You just need, uh, when measuring athletes on the field, you just need to put the, the insult in the shoes and being able to start recording immediately. So this is a must-have specification for a foot pressure uh, mapping system to be used out of the lab. Regarding the mats, it's the same for with insults, but uh, the mats as well needs to be very, very fast in terms of setting and mounting uh, because you need to, Test players in a very limited amount of time. The ability to record, to record the data immediately, and then process and analyze uh, in a second uh, in a second stage.
0: Okay, so um, we you know with with the technology um, there enabled and in the shoe, and you're capturing the statistics um, that we talked about, uh, peak pressure and uh, gate lines, and and once that data is captured, tell us a little bit about you know. From, from a high level perspective, um, what are the analysis tools that are most likely to be used and, and why would that be? Uh, f- from my experience
1: uh, in
0: uh,
1: using foot pressure mapping in uh, professional sports, there are a lot of uh, interesting variables. But in my opinion, the most valuable metrics and the most exciting area of research in this field for the next years uh, is related to the proper understanding of the center of pressure line and development and progression and how it relates to different biomechanical uh, situation and weakness. What is uh, interesting to me, as a uh, and to my eyes, as a coach, is the ability to relate the 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 position of the center of pressure and especially the medialization or lateralization and how it relates to some neuromuscular imbalances arising from in the lower body and how they can be a prediction of a potential injury risk for for the muscle of the lower body, uh, and I mean, hamstrings, quadriceps, or calves. So this is uh, probably the most exciting area of research and a lot of work is to be done in the next years uh, to, to understand how the progression of the center of pressure during specific skills, but even during work, it can relate to different uh, neuromuscular outcomes in,
0: uh, in the lower body. Okay. And then uh, in addition to, to the progression of center pressure, are there any uh, recent developments that you're following in terms of analysis, such as ride um, or others that you think might hold promise to reveal new insights in athlete performance?
1: The other is um, the timing analysis of left and right foot. And um, and finding the the difference in timing of the foot strike, uh, and how the three different segments of the foot the the heel, the midfoot, and the, and the forefoot, and how the three different segments of the foot are timed during the foot strike, and if one is accelerating faster than the other one, and uh, it is um, interesting especially for in in uh, when analyzing players uh, and athletes dealing with uh, high intensity running in their sports and acceleration and speed because we can understand more about the dynamics of foot strike and how uh, we can improve the propulsion phase which is fundamental in um, in uh, in in athletes, so uh, definitely the 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 center of pressure developments and the timing uh, in terms of uh, acceleration of left or right foot uh, for the different segment heel midfoot and forefoot are uh, the two most exciting metrics to, to, to understand uh, in, the, in, in the next years in terms of empirical experience on the field and in terms of research uh, in the sports science um, field. So as you can see, uh, there is a lot more to understand from plantar pressure data than just points of maximum and peak pressure and asymmetry in load, we can have a lot of information about how an athlete and a player is uh, is performing when touching, when striding the ground.
0: Great. Well, thanks again for your time, Antonio. And we look forward to to talking to you again um, in our next podcast and uh, to invite our listeners to the upcoming webinar on optimizing human performance.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me and hello to everyone.